Mentality monsters are going to use the word with the orange well rugby done. team. Someone press that arm. Take it off, Liverpool. <laughs> let's take it off the Reds and let's attach it to the Orlin rugby team. OTB AM live weekday mornings from seven thirty on the OTB Sports app. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Monday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with another good day at the office for Evan Ferguson yesterday. The 18-year-old scored twice for Brighton in their 5-0 win over Grimsby in the FA Cup. It's now seven goals in total for the Mead teenager this season. His focus is on the Republic of Ireland internationals now in the games against Latvia and France. Stephen Kenny's side play the French next Monday in their opening European qualifier after a friendly with Latvia at the Aviva on Wednesday night. Ferguson says he's looking forward to the start of the qualifiers. When you get called off your country, I think there's no better feeling, you know what I mean? And... Uh... There's no other feeling representing Ireland, so a friendly and a qualifier, so I think it'd be good to be involved. That'd be my first qualifier that I'd be involved in, so it'd be a good experience. The big question is, will Ferguson start against France? He's two caps at senior level. He came off the bench in the friendlies against Norway and Malta last November. Brighton boss Roberto De Zerbi is never shy in talking about the potential of the former Bohemian striker. This is what the Italian had to say about Ferguson after yesterday's game. Ferguson is a special striker. I'm working uh, and my staff um, too, uh, we are working to to improve him, to become uh, not only number nine, not only striker, but uh, to improve him uh, in terms of uh, understanding the play, to receive the ball or to attack the space and not only one thing, uh, to complete the player, to complete the guy. He's a very good guy and I think if you work with a clever guy is uh, is nice because uh, he understands immediately and uh, he improves day by day. Brighton will play Manchester United in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Manchester City and Sheffield United will meet in the other semi-final. United came from behind to beat Fulham 3-1 at Old Trafford. Fulham were the better team for 70 minutes, but the game completely turned on its head in the 71st minute. Willian handled the ball on the line. Referee Chris Kavanagh had originally given a corner when Willian blocked Jaden Sancho's shot. Before a penalty was awarded by VAR, Fulham boss Marco Silva was sent off. And then Alexander Mitrovic, who had opened the scoring, was shown a red card for shoving the ref. The Serbian could be facing more than the standard three-game ban. Think back to Paolo Di Canio. He once got an 11-game ban for pushing a referee. Silva said after the match it wasn't the first time this season they've had an issue with referee Chris Kavanagh. Our story with Chris Kavanagh this season is being really tough for us as a football club. And even if before the match, of course, we didn't mention anything to the players. Let's go to play. It's the quarters final of the Cup. Let's do our best to to play the semi-finals of the FA Cup was was really our our goal, and I think we we showed that and we have showed that during 75 minutes clear. Um, but they know as well. They know what's the referee. They they know that uh, we had that West Ham game away away from home when we lost the game with two end ball goals, clear two end ball goals. We lost the game and it was Chris Kavanagh in, in in that moment. This afternoon, everyone saw what's happening in, in this game, and it's difficult for them to um, to don't look for this type of things. We cannot control and we cannot even waste time in that situation. Of course, didn't speak with him. I want them with full focus in the game. And it was a tough moment. With the FA Cup quarterfinals taking place over the weekend, it gave Arsenal a chance to open up an eight-point lead over Manchester City in the Premier League, and the Gunners took full advantage. They beat Crystal Palace 4-1 at the Emirates. Ten games to play, three of their next four away games are against Liverpool, City and Newcastle. Arsenal will be at home to Leeds after the international break. 
Mikel Arteta was delighted with the response after losing to Sporting on penalties in the Europa League last Thursday, a game they picked up a few injuries in as well. Really pleased uh, with the performance, with the energy, the determination that we showed uh, again, the way we controlled the game. And um, overall, really good. Uh, tough always after Thursday night, playing 120 minutes, question mark, how is the team going to react? They did react brilliantly, the crowd was at it um, again. And well, there were moments we have 14. 15 outfield players, but uh, we have cope because everybody's so willing to play when, when they have some niggles and issues, they are willing to put their bodies in the line and, and this is what we need. Uh, to be at the top, you need to, to really be in the age at all times and, and this group of players are ready to do that. Former Republic of Ireland international Kenny Cunningham was part of the off-the-ball commentary team for the Arsenal and Palace game yesterday. He thinks Arsenal are favourites to win a first league title since 2004. The reason? Because they've less games to play than City who are still in the Champions League and FA Cup. What's going to be key for them for me is just just key personnel. So we spoke about party a couple of weeks ago, out of the team for a couple of games. Georgina comes in, drop off for me. Um, Saliba got, went out of the team today. Holding comes in. Done okay today, don't get me wrong, but drop off for me if Holding's got to play there for four, five, six games. Particularly those big games that you're talking about. They've got to go to Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea, Manchester City. They had to go to those games where holding it centre half would be a slight worry. But what's going in their favour now is they haven't got uh, the amount of games coming down the road that Manchester City have. They're pretty much playing week to week from now to the end of the season. Arteta gets his players back from international duty. Fingers crossed he gets most of them back uh, fit. If Saliba isn't kind of long-term, Tomoyasu get those players back reasonably quickly then Arsenal are in such a strong position. I really think they're strong favourites. Things going well for one club in North London. The same can't be said about the other. Antonio Conte didn't hold back in his post-match interview after Tottenham's 3-all draw with Southampton on Saturday. A game Spurs were 3-1 up in. They're still fourth, but it's been reported the Tottenham players believe now it's only a matter of time before Conte leaves. His contract's up at the end of the season. Ten games to play. Will he come back after the international break? Could be a few clubs in Italy looking at bringing Conte in for next season. Now we'll start the weekend roundup with the SSC, Artricity Premier Division. Incredibly, still no win this season for Shamrock Rovers. The champions drew two all with St. Pat's at Tallis Stadium. Rovers were ahead twice but conceded two minutes from time when Jake Mulraney rescued a point for the Saints to leave both sides with five points after six games. Bohemians continue to set the pace after coming from behind to beat bottom side UCD 2-1 at Dalyman Park. Ali Coote scored the winner for Bowes. Second place, Derry City drew one all at Hampton Sligo Rovers. Shelburne won 2-0 away to Cork City. Those games all took place in St. Patrick's Day. The night before, Dundalk beat Drogheda 1-0 in the Loud Derby. Galway have five wins from five in the first division. They won 2-0 away to second place, Cove Ramblers, to open up a five-point lead at the top. Bray are the other unbeaten side in the division. They drew 2 all but Waterford at the RFC. Finn Harps got a first win of the season. They beat Longford 1-0. Finished 2 all between Athlone Town and Treaty United. And newcomers Kerry are bottom of the league after a 2-1 loss away to Wexford. P-Mountain United continue their perfect start to the women's Premier Division with a 4-0 win away to Sligo Rovers. It finished one all in the much-anticipated clash between champions Shelburne and Shamrock Rovers. Last season's runners-up at Lone won 8-0 away to Treaty United. Sarah Rowe scored the only goal of the game as Bohemians beat Galway 1-0 and DLR Waves won 3-0 at home to Cork City. Looking around Europe then, Barcelona moved 12 points clear of Real Madrid in La Liga after a 2-1 win in the Clasico at the Nou Camp last night. Substitute Frank Kessier scored a late winner for Barca who had gone 1-0 down early on in the game. Napoli moved one step closer to a first Serie A title since 1990. 
Victor Ossiman scored twice in a 4-0 win away to Torino. Napoli are 19 points clear at the top. Lazio are up to second. They beat City rivals Roma 1-0 in the derby. Inter Milan lost 1-0 to Juventus, who are only seven points off the Champions League places. Still 11 games to play. Remember, Juve were deducted 15 points earlier in the season. Champions AC Milan are holding on to fourth spot at the moment, despite a 3-1 loss away to Udinese. PSG suffered their first home defeat in Ligue 1 since April 2021. Rennes won 2-0 at the Parc de Prince. PSG have an eight-point lead at the top. Second place, Marseille came from behind to win 2-1 at Rance, who lost for the first time under manager Will Still. And Bayern Munich missed the chance to move back to the top of the Bundesliga yesterday. The German champions lost 2-1 to Xabi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen. Borussia Dortmund are topped by a point after a 6-1 win over Cologne on Saturday. The top two meet in Munich in the first game back after the international break. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.